Hey guys, what's up? This is Maki. I just want to say congrats to you for the 100 episodes of the podcast. Thank you so much for what you are doing and keep on rocking. You are the shit. Love you guys. Bella. Hi everyone, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. And you are listening to the 100th episode of the Empty Spiral podcast. And I, I'll admit right now that I'm quite stunned by this, really. It's hard to believe that a couple of years ago, I'd ever thought we'd get to 100, um, 100 episodes of this. It's just crazy. I don't know if we've got any listeners left, guys, but we seem to enjoy ourselves, eh? Yeah, definitely. And it's um, a fantastic achievement for all three of us and everybody that's um, stuck with us through thick and thin with uh, these hundred glorious episodes that we've come to today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we'll start as we always do, find out what we've been up to in the last week or so. So Russ, Mr. Taylor, how have you been, sir? And what have you been up to this week? I've been good, mostly a um, combination of house hunting and working. Um, you know, I finished Fringe last week, so I'm currently uh, seeking new DVD box sets to uh, to watch, and I get the impression it's probably going to be some American horror story next. So uh, I think I'll give that a go. And uh, other than that, pretty much just uh, listening to Lacuna Coil and catching out with a bit of the uh, Live at Wacken DVD, which uh, you can never go too far wrong with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going back. Excellent. Um, how about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Um, um, just work, really, and taking time out to relax and listen to some Unleashed Memories and some Inner Every and some earlier stuff. So it's been quite relaxing whilst I've not been at work. How about yourself? Week, actually. Yeah, so um, in terms of music, I've been listening to Unleashed Memories again this week with a little bit of Comalize thrown in for good measure. Uh, and a few songs off uh, of Broken Crown Halo. So I'll be a little mixing it around a little bit, but it's mostly been Unleashed Memories, which um, no one, well, I'm certainly not complaining about. Uh, I've been watching quite a lot of TV. So last weekend, Netflix released uh, Daredevil, which is amazing. I'm I'm totally smitten by that show now. They released all 13 episodes over uh, all at the same time. I don't know if you guys, guys got Netflix, but the way Netflix works is that uh, you... You get to the end of one episode of whatever it is you're watching and it immediately just starts playing the next one. So it really works well for people that sort of binge watch. Um, and I think it's fair to say that Daredevil is, is essentially a 13-hour a movie in, in 13 parts. So it's a really rewarding experience if you binge watch it. And I know that there were thousands of people that did and I was one of them. And it, it's great. It's absolutely cool. great. I'm totally in love with this. If you ever get a chance to... Just do it. Just watch Daredevil. Really, really good program. Very impressed with that. No Ben Affleck, no. No Ben Affleck, no, no. And it's better for it. Trust me. It's, <laughs> no, it's really good. As a fan of Daredevil, growing up, uh, I've I've really embraced what they've done on the TV show, and I cannot wait for them to confirm that they've got a season two because it totally warrants it. It's brilliantly acted, pacing everything. It's got kind of a bit of the wire sort of feel about it. You know, in the way that the, the in the wire you get to see the good guys and the bad guys and everything in, in between these sort of shades yeah. of grey. It's it's written a little bit like that. It's, it's a level of maturity in the way that they've done it. So that's Daredevil. Cool. And then last night I, uh, I went and saw Anathema. Cool. Uh, in my top three favourite bands. And they did their residence tour, which was at uh, Shepherd's Bush 
Apollo, whatever it's called, Empire, I should say, and uh, they sort of started off with the new stuff and then worked their way all the way back to right at the beginnings of the early 90s. And that was a very special show. Lots of great, great music. They were on from... We were nearly late, actually. Teague was late, so he missed a couple of songs. Uh, they started at um, at 6.40, would you believe? Crikey. And they finished at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Takes me back. I've got the Resonance album. And they... Sorry? I said, I've got the Resonance Best Of album, the first one that came out. It takes me back. Yeah, yeah. I know it's um it, it was quite impressive, and I think they they must have had a maybe a total of twenty minutes break in between. But yeah, I, it, that was a good night. It was a good night. Anyway, it's not about Anathema, it's not about Fringe, and it's not about Daredevil. It's about Lacuna Coil we're talking about here today. And um, since it's the hundredth episode of the podcast, I uh I managed to persuade a certain young lady, Christina, to give us an interview. And she generously obliged. So what we have now is a, a chat that the two of us had not so long ago, talking about all kinds of things. Uh, we asked her a few questions about uh, the Dark Adrenaline, Dark Passengers DVD, since we, we came out of our own review of the album a couple of weeks ago with some questions, so I thought we'd ask her that. As well as we catch up with what's happening with uh, touring this year, as well as album creation and so on and so forth so check it out i hope you enjoy it It's our 100th episode of the Empty Spiral podcast, and we thought we would do something really special. And how could it be any more special than an interview with the lovely Christina? Hello, Christina. How are you? Hello. Hello, everyone. 100. It's a great number. <laughs> great number to reach. <laughs> so I thought we'd ask you some questions today, and I've been racking my brains for some questions. And the, the, over the last couple of months, we've been reviewing the Dark Adrenaline album. We've just started on Broken Crown Halo. Last week, we reviewed Nothing Stands in Our Way. This week, it's all about zombies. Yeah. But when we reviewed Dark Adrenaline, especially looking at the videos and looking at the Dark Passengers DVD, we had some questions, and we thought we would hold them to one side and yeah. wait until we caught up with you and see if you could cast your mind back and answer these questions for us. So the, the first one really was about the End of Time video. Okay. Which was a very distinctive visual video yeah. for Lacuna Coil. That's, that's exactly what we wanted. I mean, there is not a history, there is not a, a story behind, behind the video itself. Um, we, we basically picked up some, some clothes that we liked, some weird clothes that we liked, some, some items that you, that you see in the video uh we picked up for example the piece of meat on the plate it's raw it's not cooked it's stuff that could, that would kind of grab your attention even if it didn't really make total sense uh i always liked to put stuff that might make you think in videos and pictures so 
that's exactly what what we did. And I think that the video has a as a sort of retro uh, kind of vibe, and I really like it because I wanted something kind of melancholic, uh, kind of sad in a way, mm, but more more melancholic. Maybe melancholic is the is the is a better word than than sad, because uh, I just wanted I just wanted the viewer to kind of feel something feeling what we feel when we compose the song if that makes sense was the um the visuals in it how much of that was you all in the band how much of it was the director that pulled all that together well it was very important to work with saku as a he's a friend of ours we uh, we trust his taste because he's he's been working as a director for for a long time so of course it was easier for him to have access to special uh, to special pieces of uh, either furniture or items because he has a lot of people that work with him so he would ask for a special table and it would have been would have been easy for him to get one so i would say that it's a 50 50 because of course we brought the music we brought the uh the acting part and the interpretation of the video but the director is always really really important because he is the one that really creates the the vision. You can contribute with ideas, you can contribute with a script, and that's what we what we did because we decided the positions, we decided how to act, how to look in the camera or not to look. Um, we decided if look more fierce or or more sad or more weird. But I would say I would say it was definitely a teamwork. There was quite a distinct decision that you made, which was that um, it was only your Andrea and yourself that was in the video, which is the first video we've seen, which is just just the two of you and didn't have anybody else. That was quite a bold decision. How did that decision come about? I believe that that happened because simply the guys couldn't make it because I believe that there was one of them that couldn't come to the video, so it didn't make sense to make everyone but one. And I also believe that we were getting ready to... To either leave for another tour, we just came back, so so it was easier to to just work with Andre and I, and maybe have uh, more costume changes. It is indeed one of the, it, probably the only video that doesn't really have a like a music performance, because uh, we we usually put like a part where we either where we sing and we play, and and in that video you don't really see any parts like these. And I think, yeah, I think that that was the re- that was the reason, not really because we didn't want the old band, of course. I think it actually works that because of the nature and the slowness of the song, it being a ballad, it I think it really adds to the ambience. You said that it, it's sad, and that really comes across really well. I'm not quite sure how you could have reflected that with the rest it of is, the band. So easier, it is also simply easier to work with less people. It's like taking a group picture. Or taking a, a a portrait of two people is the same thing because with two people you only have to focus on their expression, their look, their hair, their makeup. Uh, with more people, it's more complicated because you would take several pictures where one is not looking good, so you have to take another one, and in the next one, one of them will not be looking good, so you have to do it again. And when you have a limited amount of time, because of course we don't really have like 
days and days to shoot a video. Sometimes it's just a question of one day, two days top. And in these days, you have to include makeup, hair, um, break to eat something, a lot of things. So there's not a lot of time to do everything. One of the things we liked about it was the the fact that you included the the dark adrenaline in there with the sort of the black blood, which we saw as like the, the, yes. the dark adrenaline that had been throughout the rest of the album, which was really nice. It was a really nice thing to tie into the album itself. Yeah. Whose idea was that? Uh, it was a combination of things because um, if I'm not mistaken, because it was a while ago, I, I thought about making um, that kind of weird thing of the liquid coming out of the nose and the ears, which is it is a little bit disturbing in a way. But I didn't like the idea of making it red because I was like, you know, crying blood. I've seen it before. And so we thought about the black because he said, yes, it makes sense with dark adrenaline. Uh, black is a color that definitely represents Lacuna Coil. Mm. So it was a better choice. Well, I think it worked out really, really well. And we're all big fans of that video. It's kind of cool because I really, really like the, the, the photography of that video. I love the colors. I love, I love the clothes. So some of them were real vintage. Like they were very, very old. And one of the ladies that, that worked with us for the costumes made me use the, the wedding dress, her wedding dress, which I thought it was very cool because I was like, I don't I know. I know nothing about her her wedding if she's still married or something, but it was kind of weird because it was. I was thinking if I would ever get married, I don't know if I would lend my dress to a person that I don't even know for a video, or maybe yes because it would be like it would it would be like giving even more importance to a dress because oh that dress is in a video. I remember that I thought that it was very interesting and very very kind. I think if uh, if you ever got married, Christina, you'd have to go and get the the dress from the Heavens Alive video, um, that's uh, in the cafe. I don't have it any. Yes, because it's in the in the Hari Cafe. It's exposed in the Hari Cafe, so I think it looks better over there. <laughs> and by the way, I don't think I'll, I'll ever get married, so there's no risk. <laughs> okay, so the the Dark Passengers DVD, which comes with a special edition of the album, and has got six different little videos on it, which we, we loved. We absolutely loved it. Um, obviously, we could be here for hours talking about each one of them in turn. Yes, but yeah. generally speaking, how did the ideas for those come together? Were they ideas that got presented to you or did each band member come up with their own idea? We got some basic scripts, but um, we also discussed the scripts with the director because uh, some of them are really representing us. Like, for example... Um, I've always been convinced that there is always a, a bright side and a dark side in each one of us. And I liked, I really liked the fact that I could sort of make an interpretation of two different Christinas, one that is more evil and one that is completely innocent and, and, and the good girl. Uh, obviously I'm not saying that, you know, when I'm evil, I'm, I, I can hurt anybody. That's, that's not the point, but even in small amounts, each one of us can be uh, can be a very good person and sometimes a less good person. Um, some other videos, like a Crit's video, for example, he he, he is a uh, is passionate about martial arts, 
So they kind of make it work in a way that he could perform some martial arts because he liked it. Uh, thank God pizza wasn't dead. He's not dead. He's well alive. <laughs> and, and Mouse is not a serial killer, which is good. But again, it was a little bit for, for the visual and a little bit because there, there was a little bit of us in, in the video that we played. We, we did these videos in Rome uh, and we actually shot separately. So I didn't see any one of the other guys while they were shooting their parts because for whatever reason, we're shooting in different times and in completely different locations. So I wasn't there for, for any of the, of the filming of the other guys. And he was in this old hospital. I think it was a hospital because I've seen a lot of documents on the floor. Um, it was an abandoned hospital. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of creepy because it was like being a, in a sort of a Silent Hill part of town. You know, Silent Hill, the video game. Nobody was there but us. Uh, a lot of debris everywhere. Uh, a lot of x-rays, a lot of old machineries it was pretty it was pretty creepy but i remember i had a great time i had a great time doing it because i of course i don't consider myself an actress and you just realize that it's really difficult to act very very difficult because you have to find the right balance in between not acting and overacting which is insane i will look back at some of the shoot the, the some of the um, the footage and I would say, like, Jesus Christ, oh, my God, you know, all this expression, oh, this is too much. And you just realize how, how hard it is. We, we have to say that. You say that you're not an actress, but you look really mean in that. We, we were absolutely <laughs> convinced that we did never want, to, never want to cross you because that <laughs> evil Christina is, whoa, she was yeah, But it's also the makeup. It's also selection of images. But I, I, I like to... But like, I, I really, I, I had a great time. I had a great time because I'm definitely more good than bad. So it was, it was fun to do something that I'm really not, you know, I would never torture anything and, or anyone, <laughs> anyone mainly. Did you ever afterwards, when you got to see all six of them, did it ever occur to, to you to, or to anybody in looking at or the director? To, to see if there was an underlying story that could tie these separate things together. Because we were wondering if, 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 if shown in the right order, there could be something. The idea was starting from my video and uh, the dark adrenaline would, would generate kind of nightmares and all the nightmares are made by the other videos. So that is the thing that kind of ties everything up. So it's like, I'm dreaming about the guys. That's why mine is first. Right, and right. all the others are are coming next. Very cool. Very, very cool. I was I was thinking at one stage of kind of writing a story that we could tie it all together. A bit of um what do they call it? Sort of fan fiction, or maybe um, maybe not fan fiction, but you know what I mean, because it was such it's got such rich imagery in it and I love the way that you see all the different things all come together and yeah. underlying all the stories are kind of the dark adrenaline, where whether it's been injected into the sushi or, or whatever it is that's, that's happening. It, it is this more about um, kind of getting hallucinations from the dark adrenaline thing that 
the other part of me is injecting. <laughs> you still look evil. You still look evil. Uh, and also Marco cooking. I mean, that's totally Marco. Yeah, absolutely. So thought about about him being an evil cook because he really loves to cook. So what better than an evil cook that cooks human parts and serve them in a restaurant? <laughs> of course. It's all, all very, yeah. very grim. Yummy. <laughs> the last video we wanted to touch on was was of course the first which was trip to darkness now i know we've spoken about this in in other interviews i'm pretty sure we have anyway i vaguely remember talking to you about it that that was actually shot in milano in one day that was shot in milano and the idea was again the contrast so the black part the and the white parting in in contrast and the clothes are matching the colors so we're all dressed in black for a part of the for a part of the video and in the other part we're dressed in white sometimes they're crossing each other like they're facing each other uh, sometimes they're entering in each other and i remember it was a pain in the ass for me because of the makeup because i usually don't wear lenses and you should clean your hands every time you put lenses but it was pretty much impossible because in between in between the hairspray and the makeup, by the end of the day, one of my eye was completely infected from the change. I try even tried to 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 put the sclera lenses for the black part, but I literally couldn't even put it in my eye. It was hurting so much, and I had to drive back home with one eye closed, which is not nice. <laughs> but it was, fun. and that part in the water. <laughs> That was fun. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good idea. It's a great idea because it's been shot. It, it was an aquarium. They basically took an aquarium. They filled it with water, and they they took some black ink with a with a little pump, a super small pump, and I had to keep my face in the water, and I, it felt like forever because it was all filmed in slow motion. So they were slowly dropping ink and the and the ink would slowly go in the water forming the effect that, that you see in the video. But I had to stay there a lot. And then of course they, they just like rotate the image. I really like that effect. I think really. it worked really well. Yeah. That and was... the smoke that it's going in the other image. I think they they I think they did a good edit. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Where it bleeds from one to the other. Yeah. So when you take up the videos that we've seen as a whole, we yeah. felt that the the dark adrenaline has a very distinct as a package. When you look at the album, when you look at the songs, you look at the videos, look at the Dark Passengers DVD. It has a very strong theme which bleeds yes. through the dark adrenaline. Yes. Um, I'm sure that was intentional. Did, can you remember how that whole thing came together? How the dark adrenaline feel and, you know, maybe where the name came from and how all that came together? Well, we immediately thought about a substance that, that could enter your body and kind of transform you in a way. So the obvious connection for us was the, the syringe because yeah. usually you inject something in your body with a syringe. And from there, the old medical concept started. So the, the, the vials on the cover, 
the cross for the patches and and the logos uh even the medical the medical special edition of the CD was connected with this medical theme so one thing led to another but the basic thing was this liquid that injected wouldn't make you look at the word in a different way and kind of give you special powers or something like that well i think the whole thing worked out so well it has to be said i think and i really like the cover as well i really really like that cover yes same here i have it up on my wall so uh, it's really standing out even in a record store you would see it immediately i mean that's that that's not really the point because we always pick up the artwork we like but but in a reverie that's where we didn't really pick up the cover we liked <laughs> so i wasn't going to talk about in a reverie oh. i wasn't going to talk about it uh, <laughs> that photo shoot yeah we've we've discussed in a reverie on more than one occasion haven't we i, I think uh, <laughs> but, but hey most people now i suspect don't remember that they probably remember the, the newer version with the the digital artwork on the cover so you never know that unless you keep mentioning well, I have it to say i have to say that it was a it was a good picture but all i can remember it's us freezing in that you know container with body paint on and jesus <laughs> a long time ago long oh time yeah ago. oh yeah okay so i mentioned that we were reviewing albums and, and so forth and we're now on to broken crown halo yeah you've released a couple of videos i'm not going to go into too much detail on them because because well you don't need to really uh because they're yeah. quite new uh you you had the the nothing stands in our way which was the live yeah. video and what we what was actually we reflected on was that the um I, I forgive video has is quite special in it's the last video which has got um pizza and crits on it yeah and then we've got the nothing stands in our way which of course is the first time we see ryan yeah. So there's quite, a, in terms of the the journey of Lacuna Core, they're, they're quite special videos. Yeah. It, it might also uh, feel weird that we already knew about their decision. We already talked about the fact that they were not going to be in the band. But I remember that the atmosphere on set was amazing. Uh, there was this sort of, uh, I, I wouldn't say, sadness but it was just like a common feeling that everybody would have been happier anyway because we really wanted to continue with the band because everything is going great but uh pizza and crits wanted to change life it's not that they decided to resign because they didn't like us or they didn't like the band or or they didn't like to play music anymore it's way more than that you know pizza wanted to move to the state so obviously uh he had something different in mind uh crits wasn't having a lot of fun being on being on tour anymore so it's it i think it's it's just part of the evolution of every single person whatever you do in life whatever you want to to, to do in life so they were happy about what with what, what they did uh with lacuna coil until then but they they just wanted to do something different so that video was seen as a celebration from all of us let's do something cool all together it's like let's make a less party together as lacuna coil and then each one of us will go separate ways and and that's what happened there was no 
no regrets, no, no, no sadness, no, no bitter feelings. And, and it's a cool video because basically I'm, I'm challenging every, every one of the guys on a, on a chess tournament and I, I always win. So they get pissed off because I always win. And it was just funny because we just wanted to play with a, with a chess table. Because if you look at the artwork of uh, Broken Crown Halo, uh, there are a lot of like chess um, uh, particulars in the in the artwork. I also used a, a chess jacket in one of the photo shoots that came out. So we just wanted to use a chess table, and we thought it was funny. And of course, Marco just wanted to throw away the the chess thing. And it was perfect for that. Yeah, yeah, that makes us laugh every time. Every time I see that. If anybody's going to do that, it's going to be him. First take, done. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, and throw it on my face. I say, we're pretty convinced that you cheated chess. That must be what it is. I have no idea how to play. That was another funny thing because I have no idea. I don't know how to play at all. And I remember that one of the guys that were working with the director would suggest moves because I was like, I I cannot play chess. If I move one of the, how do you call them? One of the pieces, I'm going to move it in a place where it doesn't make sense. So whoever is watching the video that can play chess would be like, what the hell is she doing? And why the hell is she winning? Because she made something that makes no sense at all. So he was basically suggesting the moves so i would so i yeah i cheated <laughs> i definitely cheated but i won <laughs> <laughs> well I that's, that's the important thing no one will notice i won't tell anybody <laughs> and we did the video in the same place where we did a trip to darkness video oh really okay yeah wow okay so is that something we're going to see more of have you got any more plans for videos on broken ground Halo? uh we have uh, an idea but we don't really know how to do it and we're actually wondering if it makes sense to make another video because now videos are kind of weird. Uh, they don't get played on TV anymore because there are no, not a lot of musical channels that that you see on TV anymore. Now it's all through YouTube or through the net. So sometimes it's better to make a sort of an amateurish video instead of a professional one sometimes if you if we find if we can find a good idea and make something cool i would do it mm. i would do it i mean i like making videos and it's a pain in the ass but then when you see the result it's 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 cool i think one of the, the strengths that i've seen from lacuna coil is that um you're you're all very uh, very very approachable charismatic people if you don't mind me saying and there's a lot of humor in you guys and girls as a band. You know, there's yeah. when you look to, to the Nothing Stands in Our Way video with the live shot, what I, I always enjoy is the stuff going on behind the scenes with the, the chicken and you guys were laughing and, the, and it's, you're kind of the rituals you go through in preparation to go on stage. Yeah. As, as fun as, as much as the on stage stuff was, the, the, back, the stuff behind the scenes is, was, is always very very interesting and anything anytime you can inject your personality into the yeah. video it was, be it was supposed to become a video basically what happened is that the director sent me a message on facebook 
saying that he would have loved to film some footage, uh, some some behind the scenes things, uh, just to put together to have some some mini videos, but not really an official video. But yeah. as soon as we saw the edit, we thought that it was really cool. It was really natural. It was really spontaneous. It was was showing a side that the people don't get to see very often. Mainly for the the fact that it was really really spontaneous, and and we we kept it. We decided to use it as a as an official video. I would have liked to to do something completely different if I if I had to think in advance for a video for Nothing Stands in Our Way, I would have done something completely different because that song is really important to me. Uh, when when we wrote the album, it was in a good period, so. It was a sort of a a way for us to say nothing can stop us. We can overcome everything in life, every problem, every every odd. But then I saw that video. I was like, "This is really cool. This is really cool because you can still get the message. Because you can see the the power behind the band. The fact that we are very united. That we are a bunch of real friends." not a band put together by a label for profit. And I like that about that video. It does feel very natural. It's a <laughs> great video, we do like it. It's definitely very natural because I mean, whoever knows us can see that it's, that we are represented very well the way we are. And whoever doesn't know us at least can have a, can have a glimpse as, <laughs> at, what we do when we're not on stage. <laughs> so let's bring this to the present day then. Um, yeah. we, we got an announcement today that you're playing Download Festival in the UK. Yes. Which is great, especially for me because I'm in the UK and it means I get a chance to see you guys this year. Fantastic. I'm happy too because we get so many so many messages. I mean, I I get messages from UK fans every single day. Our basis fans, it's it's so strong over there. And I love to play there. I just love the the way the English crowd reacts, UK crowd reacts, and to our shows. So I'm I'm always really really happy because there is a huge amount of energy coming to us, and and that's the only way for us to give twice the energy we get. I'm I'm very very happy. It was totally unexpected. It's been confirmed a couple of days ago. And then we got the proposal like a week ago. So when 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 I heard that it was confirmed, I was extremely happy, and a lot of people was happy because we're coming back to the UK again. So we're all happy. Yay. There you go. Happy all round. Hey, happy. Uh, playing grass pop as well. Yes. Uh, do you have any other festivals planned so far? So far. I can't really think about other festivals because I mean we have other festivals on the plate that we're still discussing that needs to be confirmed, but uh, we will mainly be playing some Italian gigs, and we just want to be focused on the songwriting for for the for the upcoming record. So we're going to keep it low profile this year. Fair enough. <laughs> How was that songwriting coming on then for the new round? It's coming out nicely. Of course, we're going to change a million things. So I cannot tell you what style or what concept we are 
following. Of course, as usual, it's not going to be a techno record. It's not going to be a reggae record. Uh, it's 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 going to be a Lacuna Coil, but because we want to we want to keep the same trademark. Sometimes we we get a criticism from from some people that we're always doing the same style, but what they don't get is that Lacuna Coil has to have a specific sound. If we wanted to do something completely different, and we can, because we can play something more technical, we can play something more simple, more, 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 not elementary, because I mean, that would, that would sound like a, like a bad thing, but elementary, but meant in a, in a, in a, in a good way, like super simple, but, but different. We could pretty much do different things, but if we would put out a record that doesn't sound like us, everybody would be freaking out. And the truth is that it wouldn't be Lacuna Coil. It's the same thing if uh, ACDC would put an album that doesn't sound like ACDC. If I like ACDC, I want to I wanna hear ACDC. I don't care if they put out records that are kind of sounding like that because that's why I like ACDC. I don't want ACDC to sound different from ACDC. And we're doing the same thing. It's not that we are looking for approval from people who are studying the band, waiting for something. Yesterday I was on Facebook and I'm, I'm, I'm very open with social networks, so I interact a lot. So there was this guy that was, that was keep on saying that you should change whatever record. And it's like, who said that? I mean, we don't put out record to prove that we are better or worse than others. We don't care. We put out records because we love to play music. And it's not that we are changing our musical taste from one year to another. We can learn something. We can improve something. But it's still us. We're still the same persons. The core is still the same. And that's another reason why we don't want to completely change. If you analyze the songs, there is always something that you can find out if you listen to them. And too many people make the mistake that if you hear a song that sounds simple, it is simple. A lot of people have, have no idea. Like a, a while ago, I spoke to a friend of mine. He, I mean, he, 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 he does something completely different because he works with a with a hip hop and, and, and rap artists. And he let me listen to a loop and to my ears, it was sounding so simple. It was really, really simple to my ears. And then it was like, you know, that this is a combination of 145 sounds, different sounds combined together. And I was like, what? It's like, yes, it's 145 different sounds combined together. And that made me think, whatever I think it's simple doesn't necessarily is. Has the your visibility in the social networks, has that put a different kind of pressure on you now as an artist? No. no as you say, you're very, very honest with your fans. Not at all. Even less. Even less. Because as an artist, I just realized that whatever you do, whatever you put out, or whatever you say, it will always be misinterpreted by few ones. So the most honest thing you can do and the easiest is to be yourself. 
whether you're happy, whether you're bitter, whether you want to react aggressively to a comment that you don't like, whether you want to thank with all your heart someone who appreciate what you do. But I'm honestly tired to fake it just because I'm an artist or or to step aside because, oh, you're an artist. You shouldn't even do it. Don't don't even give her your time if they're criticizing you. I'm human. So if you're criticizing me for a reason, because you don't like the band, you don't like the music, I don't care. But if you touch something that is important for me, or if I completely disagree with your comment, I will definitely reply publicly because I don't, I, I don't have to hide myself. Sometimes I reply and the people who wrote the comment gets pissed off because it's like, oh, you don't need to be that aggressive and bitter. It's just like, so you can offend me and I cannot offend you. We are on the same level. It's not because I have more follower than you that I'm different than one of your friend. If you tell one of your friends, fuck off, it's not going to smile at you. He's going to say, fuck you too. And I'm the same, you know, and it's not even a question of being an Italian woman because Italian women are more passionate. I mean, I joke about that, but it's just about being human, being honest with your reactions and not being afraid of just like hide your feelings. I don't care if I'm going to lose some followers because I reacted in an honest way. Who cares? I'm going to gain more followers because I acted in a honest way. If they want a fake person, they don't have to follow me. They don't have to look for a person like me at all. <laughs> I think that's very honest and very true. I am what I am. I think, personally speaking, that's why people like you, Christina, because you're very honest with people. Yeah, I mean, you can make everyone happy, so I'm not the perfect person and... It's not that everyone likes me. I'm not expecting that. The same way that I don't like everybody, the same way that everyone has pro and cons. That's part of it. Do you think that the social networking environment we have today has, has changed fandom when it comes to Lacuna Coil? Is there a different kind of, I don't know, fan base now than there was before? Uh, well, a lot of things changed. A lot of things changed. Sometimes... With the social network, sometimes people might follow you because of what you represent and maybe because they're interested in your personality or the things you're doing or the things that you're publishing. And sometimes not necessarily in your music, which is weird because back then people was following a band because they were really loving the music and that was it. They didn't know you. They didn't have a picture of you knowing what you were eating for lunch. They didn't have a picture of you waiting at the airport. They didn't have a picture of your interests. They didn't really know you that much personally. So now everything changed because they know a little bit more about you, of course, depending on how much you're willing to show. For example, I'm really open, but in, in things that I do, that I do for the band and I, and I might do that I like, you know, movies I like, things that I like, uh, items that I might have at home, but I'm not that open about showing my friends, showing my family, showing my partner. 
because this is something private that people don't really need to know. I mean, it's not really gonna change their life. It's it's just gonna it's just gonna feed the gossips, or it would put my friends, my family, and my partner not in danger. But I mean, why would I have to expose another person to the public judgment? If I if I put a picture of myself and I'm reading all the comments and it's my page. Then if you want to criticize my look or everything else about me, I can be there and stand up for, for what I am and what I say. But I don't want to put a picture of me and my family having lunch on, at, on Christmas Day and having them not to be able to, to reply. Whatever. It's something that I don't really like. I'm not feeling comfortable with it. I think you've got the balance right. I That's really do. I think it's really important. I, I got it balanced right for me because there might be artists or 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 regular regular quote people that like to to tell more about their life, you know, publish publishing picture of of their their sons or their daughters or uh, them by the seaside in their bikinis. If they feel comfortable with it, it's fine. But everybody should be responsible for everything they publish because everything you post is going to be there forever. Mm. To bring the, this, this to a close then. Yeah. Um, firstly, I want to say thank you for, for talking to us today. It's been amazing well, catching up with you. Always a pleasure, you know that. And do you, well, sorry, we're 100 episodes into our, our podcast and we get quite a few listeners now. Do you have any messages for the fans of Lacuna Call that listen to the Empty Spiral podcast? Well, I want to thank them for sticking up with the band for, for so long. I want to say hi to the newcomers as well. Uh, what really amazes me, what really amazes me is the fact that it's like that with the ears, we're we're gaining gaining more people we're we're getting more people closer to us it's like we're not just a band anymore but we're really our family uh, a lot of fans became friends with each other uh, a lot of friend a lot of fans became our friends as well we recognize them every time we play a concert because we see them and to me it's absolutely magic to to know that our music might have helped someone or might make someone dream or feel better. So I know it's very, very easy to say, and it might sound stupid, but when I say thank you, I, I really mean it. I really mean it because I'm living my dream every day to write music, to perform music, to travel the world, mainly because of, of the fans, maybe mainly because of, you know, people is buying our records and coming to the concerts and buying our t-shirts. If not, I would probably still be doing what I do now, but you know, in my house, in my basement, I would probably play for friends, but I wouldn't be able to do it as a job, which I think it's fantastic. You know, if you have a job that you love, you cannot even call it a job. <laughs> 
I, I, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody will look forward to catching up and seeing you on tour and and uh, finding out what music you're creating in 2015. I'm, 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 I'm sure I speak for many people when I say we're impatient to hear what else Lacuna Coil have to have to show us. So, me too. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait to create more. <laughs> Thank you so much for Christina for joining us. You're welcome. And uh, look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Bye bye, everyone. As is always the case with these things, I want to thank Christina for joining us once again on the Empty Spark Podcast. It's always great to catch up with you, and I hope we get a chance to do so soon. I will certainly be going to download. Um, really want to see Lacuna Coil live again within the next couple of months, and uh, seeing that it got announced today, I'm certainly going for it. So, are you mm-hmm. guys going to download? Yeah, I've already got a weekend ticket and hotel booked. The full Monty, aren't you? That's right. Yeah, really yeah hotel and everything so first time i'll have seen them at download as well i've never seen them there before so that should be good really yeah 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 that surprises me mike i thought you would have seen them there before i know and no one wanted to go the last two the last have they played there twice before they have yeah yeah both times nobody wanted to go so unfortunately missed out uh on those two occasions but make up for it this year yeah they the last time they were there they were on the main stage and the time before they were in i think the snickers tent yeah yeah so the Snickers tent was a mini a year ago. I, I've, I think I've seen them twice there. Feels mm-hmm. about right. Certainly, mm. Rush, you were there for the last time, weren't you? Two thousand and six, I believe. Was, was it Carl Code? I'm sure, it was 06. It was, yeah, because they um, played "Enjoy the Silence" in front of about forty thousand people. Did. They did, and it was a momentous occasion. They also did "Swamped" as well. If anyone's never seen the uh, Lacuna Coil download set, it's on YouTube and uh, definitely. Uh, Worth checking out. Awesome set. Awesome performance. I must admit, I was I didn't have any plans to attend download this year, but uh, taking into consideration today's announcement, I have a feeling that may well change for the Saturday. It's Friday, mate. Friday. 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 Don't go on the Friday. Saturday. Well, fuck the Saturday then. It looks like I'm going there for the Friday. <laughs> no, they're playing on the Friday. Playing on the main stage. Uh, that that one is headlined by uh, Slipknot. So you got Slipknot. No Ah, I see. It's a done deal. You don't even have to ask now. It's done. So uh, we mentioned download. In other news, um, yeah, so they announced yesterday they're uh, they're playing at uh, International Workers' Day concert in Rome, which is quite a big deal, actually. There'll be about 100,000 people there and uh, lots of different bands play. And this is the first time Lacuna Corps has been invited to play, so it's going to be pretty big for them, I would say. Uh, I'm sure they they won't be playing any more than a few songs, of course, because there's so many bands there. But um, it's fair to say that uh, they're looking forward to it, and it will certainly uh, probably generate quite a new, quite a few new fans. I would have thought people that might not have otherwise been exposed to their music. So that's on the first of May. If you're of course in Italy, or certainly if you're in Rome, then do whatever it is you need to do to uh, make sure you get a chance to see them. And there we go.
those of you that are familiar with the podcast will know we've been going through all of Lacuna Core's albums and we're now on the last available one, the most recent album, Broken Crown Halo, released pretty much a year ago. We have already reviewed last week Nothing Stands In Our Way, which brings us on to the second song on Broken Crown Halo, Zombies. And this week we've got Mike starting. So Mike... Mm. Take us through zombies. Zombies, well, um, to coin a phrase that I've previously used on many occasions, uh, something hitting you like a freight train, this certainly does with its opening, um, with the guitar, a um, little bit of an intro, and then bang, hits you, as, as I've just said. This is very fast-paced as a song throughout, with the guitar work and the bass, and everything is just relentless. Um, we've got a great guitar solo by Mouse after the second verse, and all in all, it works really well and gels very well as a song. Also, we've got growling in there from Andrea um, with the uh, when the walls are falling down parts, um, and that's a nice touch as far as the song goes. And we've got a nice interaction that gels really well between Andrea and Christina. Um, and lyrically, it's hard, hard to say for me to interpret it, um, possibly about your life being, I don't know, um, one aspect of your life not being good and how to come out of that and look at it at the other side, perhaps something along those lines, hard to say. But all in all, I think that this is a stable part of the new album. Um, great for a second song and runs very well from start to finish. And it's an amazing live song too. Fair enough, Mike. Well covered. Russ, cool. what do you think of Zombies? Zombies? Well, it's a bit of a plodding song, really. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Who am I kidding? Of all the songs. 100th episode you get zombies you can't really argue with that um as mike mentioned you know this is a seriously fast-paced song um, from the moment it starts off it's relentless i'll use a different term it's like a jackhammer to your face so it's probably the fastest beats per minute song that lacuna core ever put out and it's got probably arguably easily the dirtiest nastiest grungiest guitar over here it's just angry it's pissed off it's vitriolic and again it's all the better for it you've got growls in there you've got aggressive vocals from andrea which is sort of counterbalanced by the harmonies from christina musically it's just powerful on the record it's great live it's intense the crowd love it might mention that killer guitar side from mouse which again is, is perfect just how he sort of sustains and bends the notes the bass is just chugging and awesome. And I'm also a big, big fan of zombies lyrically, um, specifically because it goes back to telling a story. And there's some great, great lines in it. The highlight for me, we are the ghosts that come to life. We see the shadows from inside. We will scare away reality when the walls are falling down. It's just an absolute belter. And if anyone says this song is not the highlight of the album, sorry, pardon the expression, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't think this album, this uh, this song's the highlight of the album, Russ. He lies. Oh, I was expecting you could be fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> fucking crazy, as Ozzy would say. But in a it's accent. certainly for me one of the highlights. I think it's fair to say, without going into too much detail, so early on in our reviews, that Broken Crown Halo's got so many dimensions to it, so many facets that this is certainly, when it comes to sort of the the heavy crowd pleasing um, live song, this is. Is definitely you know, where it's at on Broken Crown Halo. I don't have much more to add than the two of you have already said, really. 
It's a face stomper, definitely. Whether it's a jackhammer or a freight train that hits you, I'm, a, I'm not sure. I remember when I first heard this song, and I, I just, I honestly didn't know what to think when I first heard this song. Um, Marco played it for me a very long time ago, a couple of years ago, before it got released. And he said, what do you think? And I just kind of, I just didn't know. I was just blown away, speechless, because I wasn't expecting it to be as heavy as it was. It's one of those songs that always remember reminds me, I should say, of when um, Lacuna Cole brought out, I think it was, I want to say Shallow Life. I think it was Metal Hammer magazine in the UK said that uh, Lacuna Cole are no longer a heavy metal band, they're a rock band. And, it, and they basically said goodbye to Lacuna Cole. Um, insofar that as Metal Hammer they weren't going to um, review them anymore I think that's, that's fair to say in Metal Hammer's defence that was the the word of that particular editor and that particular writer at the time because they went subsequently going to, to do a number of really good articles and specials of, of uh, Lacuna Coil especially when they you know returned with Dark Adrenaline but I'll, I'll never forget them when they said that they don't do heavy metal and then I listened to this and I was like oh really Metal Hammer or oh really to anybody that says that Lacuna Coil can't do heavy metal you know, I I think this is just an incredible song. I love it from start to finish. I think lyrically it's fantastic. Picking up on what you've both said, uh, especially you, Russ, when you talked about those particular lyrics, just amazing. Um, really good, strong songwriting. Really well themed. A theme that I think we'll see return to a few times throughout the throughout the songs on Dark, Dark Adrenaline. I'm getting confused on Broken Ground Halo. Uh, one of the things that Christina says when she kind of introduces this song. I think it's this one. Is it this one? Victims. I always get confused. But she, she talks that we're kind of plodding, and I think she's returning. She's referring, I should say, to that the metal family. You know, we are alone. We are the night. We are the ghosts that come to life. We will scare our reality, as you say, Russ. I, I get a sense that the zombies are that subculture of people that are into this kind of music, um, and it really resonates with all of us when they play it. It's a great, great song, and it's even better live. It's just amazing. Just amazing. Love this one to pieces. And Broken Crown Aliens and Albums coming, it's all peaking straight away, isn't it? It's, it's interesting oh. to see where it goes after this. Well, of course, we know, and we'll come on to that in, in the weeks to come. Mike, what, what are you going to give me in terms of numbers? Uh, 10. Straight 10. away. Okay, straight off the bat, 10. Mm -hmm. All right, Russ, what about you? It's heavy, it's brilliant, and it's got a great sense of melody. It's a 10. 10. Well, I would say who am I to disagree with either of you, but I've disagreed with both of you in the past. However, on this occasion, we are all in agreement. This is a 10 out of 10. Knock them out of the park. Hit you with a freight, cra freight crane, train, or <laughs> jackhammer. I don't know what. Pie in the face. It's a, it's a what in the face? Pie in the face. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said something else then. Uh, it's just an incredible song. One of the highlights of the album. I, I listen to this all the time. It's probably my most f played track on broken crown halo and there's a reason why it is immense and i love every minute of it so there you go zombies 10 out of 10 from all three of us incredible song incredible song and go check it out Okay, well, we've had 100 episodes, guys. Mm. Feels like it's a bit downhill from now. 
So nineteen to go. <laughs> nineteen to go. Well, well said, Mister Taylor. Absolutely, nineteen until we get to the uh, sublime hundred nineteenth episode. Which, if you're a, a fan of Lacuna Coil, you'll know exactly what that means. We we'll have to do something special for that one, but we've got a few weeks before we need to get there. Anyway, so we're at a close of our one hundredth episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Christina. I hope you agreed with our review of zombies. If you don't, you know what to do. Get in contact with us and shout us down. We don't mind. We'll argue the point. Uh, you can do so via a number of different channels through, of course, the Empty Spiral website itself, either on the forums or just leave a comment against this particular um, podcast post. Or, of course, you can do it one of our many social networking sites, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or, or Tumblr, whatever it is you're most comfortable. We know that there are Lacuna Core fans everywhere, and we want to hear from you. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you next week when we move on to the next song on the album, as well as, I'm sure, a few other things besides. But until then, keep listening to Lacuna Core, my friends, and speak to you very, very soon. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys.